0: Guys, I'm bringing the party to you. Samsonite. I was way off. Hold on to your butts. I'm not even mad. That's amazing. Great to have you on the Stephen Corson Show, where we like to talk about money, life, and everything else. This show is all about revamping how you think about money and how to use it to live the life that you want. I'm excited you made this show part of your financial journey. So let's get to it. All right. I am doing this today because I can't take the phone calls anymore. I've talked to so many people recently about quitting their jobs. And guess what? I want you to know that I'm all for it. Probably. It depends, though. There's a lot of people out here right now that are looking at all the headlines, and they are FOMOing out of their mind because they're looking at things and they're seeing all of these headlines of people getting higher pay and better benefits and work from home flexibility and yada, 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 the list goes on. And I get it. Maybe you work for a company and for some asinine reason, you've been doing your job for the past 18 months And they're like, hey, we want you to come back into the office now. And you're like, no, I don't want to. And they're like, well, you have to. And you're like, why? Has my performance suffered since I've been working from home? And they're like, no, you've been doing a great job. Nothing wrong with that. And then you're like, then why do I need to come back into the office? I actually like not having to commute for 30 to 45 minutes a day, seeing my kids in the morning, being able to do laundry during lunchtime instead of just standing around and, you know, crappy water cooler getting constantly interrupted by people at work and for what like like really what is it i i don't miss losing an hour and a half of my life every day in traffic why do you need to see me if my performance is not suffering and hey you know what if you haven't been working from home if you want to work from home and you uh, are currently in a job that doesn't allow you to or if you just work for a company and it's just kind of crappy and you're really starting to realize that now i get it i am all for mobility you're talking to a guy who hasn't been mobile actually for most of his career and a lot of that was by design i could have gone to a lot of other companies i actually interviewed uh, i have interviewed every single year at the end of the year um, just to see what was out there just to test my market value uh, keep my interview uh, skills sharp and uh, so I've been doing this for a long time, but I actually chose to stay at one company for 11 years despite all that. And I lost money. And I knew that. And that was fine because I was comfortable at that job. I was doing it in 20 to 30 hours a week because I was so um, just uh, comfortable with the process that I was doing. I was earning great money, but I valued the time. So when I looked at the time, that it took me to complete the job versus how much i was making even though the salary would have been higher kind of like at the company that i'm uh with now my earning potential was higher but i'm working a lot more than i did before so i say all that to say that mobility is great i'm all for it if you want to quit your job i'm not against it but there are some questions you need to ask because not all things are created equal just because someone is offering you higher pay doesn't necessarily mean that it's worth it. So first off, uh, let's go through a couple different things talking about five signs that it is time to quit your job. And then I'm going to give you two considerations. Um, Actually, I'm going to give you the two considerations now. So two considerations that you need to do is this. You need to judge... When you were going somewhere number one if you have to move out of state or to like a larger city or something like that you have to look at cost of living just talk to a friend of mine about this he's looking to take a move it's probably at least a 35 percent pay increase for him but he's moving to his he would have to move to a state where there would be higher taxes he would be moving to a metropolitan area that's a lot more expensive than where he lives right now. And the cost of living just on the renting side um, or uh, or the home buyer side, it's astronomical compared to where he is right now. So I told him, you have to balance that out. That 35% pay increase is great, but when you look at all the other factors, your standard of living might be exactly the same. And then you have to go, well, was it worth moving my family away from family to essentially break even just for a new job? I don't know. Maybe it is if there's upward mobility beyond this position and there's not where you are now. Like There's a lot of things to consider there, but you have to consider that. So just because it's a pay increase, look at the cost of living, the lifestyle changes you would have to make to see whether or not that would be worth it. So that's the first consideration. The second consideration that you have to really look at Is kind of what I was alluding to earlier, again, with the time. So if you're working at a job and you're like, hey, I'm doing this job in 40 hours a week, maybe 35, and I'm earning X amount. Well, when you start talking to this other job, especially if it's salary, you really want to get a good idea from people that are working at the company the true amount of time worked. Is there travel involved? You know, going from a job that you don't have to travel in right now to a job where you do have to travel, guess what? that is time taken away from you personally that is being dedicated to work now you are losing nights at home you are losing even if you're just doing day commutes like sometimes for me i travel but i'll you know drive 2 3 hours away and just make it a quick day trip but that is all time that i've lost from being able to do things that i want to do and i have to calculate that so when you are considering that Maybe you just work 40 hours a week, but when you include the travel, it's really like 50 to 55. Well, all of a sudden, if your salary is $100,000, but before your salary was $80,000 and you were only working 40, well, when you break that down to a per hour basis, you're gonna find that the pay is pretty close to the same. So that is something else that you really need to take into consideration. Again, just because the money's more doesn't mean that it equals a better lifestyle for you. Okay. So those are two considerations that I've pretty much been throwing out to everybody I've been talking to. Something to think of because the dollar signs are crazy right now. People are throwing money all over the place just to get good talent. It's a good thing. It's great for workers. But again, I've seen too many people jump too quickly because the dollar sign was right, but the culture wasn't a good fit. Uh, They didn't actually enjoy the job and what they were doing. Uh, They ended up moving to a place where the cost of living was higher. And then their take home pay wasn't as good as they thought it was going to be. They're working longer hours. Uh, You know, there's just a lot of things to where people have actually had regrets. And again, it wasn't necessarily the fact that the answer was, oh, you should have stayed at your job. Maybe it just should have been, you should have kept looking and looked at, you know, some other places. So keep those considerations in mind. Now let's talk about the five signs that it's time to quit your job. So the first one is, you know, have you had a personal conflict, commitment, or change? You know, did something in your personal life happen? Um, you know that it, that is causing you to have to consider this. Maybe you have a spouse that had a dream job in another location. Uh, maybe your current job involves traveling, and you know that hey, you know what. Uh, I just had a newborn baby. I don't want to travel as much. Uh, maybe you just want to scale back. Uh, you know, whatever the case is. Um, y- you know, if you uh, want to go learn a new skill or go back to school, further your education, something like that. Maybe you want to start a side hustle that may be able to turn into a full time thing. Uh, maybe taking that management position, you know, and having to turn that down. Maybe that's not the best thing to do. So what's going on in your life it it, have there been some changes that you've had personally that are driving this um, potential need for change then yeah that could be a a great time to quit your job the other one lack of future opportunities this is something that comes up a lot especially i live in a a middle-sized town uh, and you know some of the positions that companies have here, there's only so much upward mobility that you may have. So if you love the company that you're at and you really want to move up, but you know that, hey, there's really only one position in this particular branch or this particular organization that I'm working for, and that person is not going anywhere anytime soon, I really need to grow professionally, then guess what? It may be time for you to quit. Uh, the best way to get upward mobility in companies is to move to other companies. So even if you want to continue working for the company that you're at, the best thing to do may be actually to leave for a year or two and then re- take a larger position somewhere else and then reapply back at the one you have. You would be surprised how well that strategy works versus trying to just get the job from an internal hire. Uh, can't explain why that is. I think uh, for a lot of companies, it's a culture problem that they're trying to hire externally. Um, and, and listen, anybody I know that has worked somewhere before, when they left, uh, companies tend to love hiring people who have already worked there. They understand the culture, they understand the processes, they you know have a good understanding of the customer and you know how operations work. There's a lot less time to. Um, uh, profitability and and uh, you know uh, getting up and running. So don't think that leaving a company means you can't come back. That's usually not the case at all. Um, so yeah, like I said, if there's a lack of future opportunity, whether you want to work at the same company or go some or you just want to get into management, period doesn't matter where it is. That could be a great time to quit and leave the company. So a third consideration is that you just have a massive lack of motivation with daily tasks. So there is a LinkedIn study that was done and it said about 35% of, uh, out of 3000 professionals that they pulled said the top reason they don't like their job is that they don't feel a strong sense of purpose. And the reality is that most people like to see their work having a purpose or just some type of impact. Look, there's a there's a huge debate out there about whether or not we should find meaning within our work. And hey, you I, 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 should should you be should your work be something that you are personally passionate about? You know, I care about uh, the ocean and the environment. Therefore, I should work somewhere uh, to where I'm directly doing beach cleanups or whatever the case is. No, not necessarily. Um, I don't think that. I think that's something that's just sold out there. I think there's a lot of marketing ploys. And honestly, I think it comes down to some dishonest recruiting too. When companies talk about, hey, these are the things that we're passionate about, they try to align with people. And then at the end of the day, they don't really do too much around it outside of a day or two you know, for trash pickup or whatever the case is to stick around with that. At the end of the day, the things you are passionate about, your work should enable you to do. If you love... To do art or whatever the case is, you know, you don't have to work in the art industry, but does your job allow you the time, the funds, the ability to be able to go do something like that? You like working at dog shelters, volunteering at the children's hospital, whatever the case is. Does your job allow time for you to go and volunteer in those areas? Maybe do a charity match, whatever the case is. You know, finding an organization to work for that can align to that is great. But that's not really what this is talking about. I think the the big thing here is, again, not so much purpose at an organization, but its impact. A lot of people want to know that their work is actually making a difference with where they are. One of the things I have always struggled with in the corporate world is that there have been certain times where I have worked for teams that we just had so much redundant work that we had to do i was reporting in the crm but then i was updating a forecast email uh you know on an excel spreadsheet every week well why am i doing that when that's literally the point of the technology that we have here is to update you on those things it was very redundant and stuff like that just drove me insane there were other things that i did and i'm just like how is this having an impact on what i'm trying to accomplish at my job and i think that's where a lot of people get lost i have a, a friend of mine that does some uh branding work at a company or uh, uh, or he does uh, branding work as a consultant and he goes around and he asks the five whys and basically he you know he's asking the companies about their purpose and i remember he was telling me the story about this company and I think they made, um, it was like a, a, a company that did metal work that made these small coils or something that went into uh, medical machines. And after he went through and kind of did this exercise and he was like, why do you do what you do? And then they gave an answer and he said, why? And then they'd answer that. And he goes, why do you do that? And they'd answer that. And he asked the question why five times. And basically what they came down with was, instead of, well, we're a company that makes uh, you know these metal coils. As he kept diving down into the why their company exists, the the employees realized that wow, we are actually with these coils enabling life saving technology in ho- in hospitals for people. Like uh, we are directly contributing to the quality of machinery that is saving lives every single day. They, the owners of the company said starting the next day, they saw so much more energy, so much more engagement in people who were essentially at the finest level of what they were doing, just reshaping some metal coils. But the difference was they knew their work was having an impact, and that drove... Um, drove them to to want to work harder. So anyway, not to go on about it too much, but if you don't have that sense of purpose, if you don't have that impact, if that isn't being cultivated at your job, then yeah, that could be a reason for you to leave and find a new company. But I would encourage you that as you're looking for that with the new companies, make sure when you're interviewing, you really ask the right questions to gain an understanding as to what your impact is going to be. And I think that's something that can make a big difference for a lot of people and really increase whether or not they're happy with their jobs and passionate. So like I said, if you can't find that with your current job, when you are interviewing with other companies, make sure you're asking those questions so you understand the impact of your role within the company. Another one, toxic work environment. This comes up all the time. You know, Maybe it's a clash between your personal values and your company's corporate values. Uh, you don't feel like you belong, the sense of psychological safety. And look, psychological safety is a real thing, but it's also being completely overblown right now. Uh, You know, I've seen examples in companies to where they've got rid of red markers Um, in their conference rooms because they didn't want to trigger anybody. Okay, if you can't handle red markers, the world is going to be a very unkind place to you. I can just let you know that right now. Sorry, that's just the the truth. So that's not what I'm talking about with psychological safety, just anything that you find uncomfortable. You have to toughen up a little bit, but I am talking about things like you're being overworked. Uh, You have a boss that's micromanaging you. You're being harassed. Uh, by other workmates or leadership for different reasons. Um, You're experiencing some type of uh, legitimate discrimination. Uh, These are the kind of things that, hey, this is a toxic workplace, Um, you need to probably consider getting out. There's sometimes it's just gossip. Sometimes the gossip in the office, and listen, almost every place has some office gossip, but if it's really being taken out of, I mean, I worked at one uh, business unit at this company And oh, my gosh, I mean, you had everything from leadership potentially engaging in orgies with employees to uh, all the way down to, um, you know, uh, it, it was it was just bad. It was bad. And I, did, I got out of that business unit as quickly as I could. It was very obvious the type of people they were promoting. Uh, they wanted complicit in you know, some of the personal things that leadership was doing that I just considered completely immoral. Um, and I, I just had to get out of there as quickly as possible. And I did. And I was much happier uh, when it all happened. So the last uh, one I would say here is that you have a better opportunity somewhere else. I would highly encourage you, no matter what you're doing, interview once or twice every year. Find another company that interests you, whether it's similar uh, to your industry or it's something that you want to consider. Just interview and do it for the purpose of one leverage. So that way when it comes time for your company to do raises, whatever the case is, if you have a job that you would legitimately, um, you know, consider, but you're finding that you're very much underpaid compared to what market value is, you can use that as leverage to negotiate with your company and just say, listen, I have this really great job offer, um, you know, but I love this company, I really want to stay here. Would you guys considering you know matching that offer? And if the answer they have is no and you legitimately like this other job, okay, boom, take it. You have a better opportunity somewhere elsewhere. Um, maybe it's not pay. Maybe the opportunity somewhere is uh, equity. In a company actually and you have a potential for a big payoff if something happens there since you're getting ownership maybe it doesn't have to do anything with money and it just has to do with a really cool brand or a new industry that you're really interested in working or maybe it's work life balance maybe it's the exact same money maybe it's even a little bit less money but you are being offered the opportunity to work from home well that's going to save you a lot of money on gas It's gonna make your life a whole lot easier getting the kids to school or being able to do chores at home. You know, money is not everything. We talk about the four types of wealth all the time. Maybe you're trading a little bit of financial wealth in order to get back time wealth. Maybe that contributes back to health wealth because you're able to go and actually work out during the day. So money is not the only thing to be considered here whenever you're going through these things. So when you are looking at opportunities somewhere again, Don't just look at the paycheck. Look at the lifestyle that it enables you to have. And dependent on the answers that you come up with all of those things, once you've gone through all of those considerations, then I would say, yeah, make the leap. Remember that. And this is something I keep telling every single person. Okay, no matter how long you've been working at a company, no matter how loyal of a person you are, no matter how much you even like, you know, some of your coworkers or your boss or whatever the case is at the end of the day this is very important. It's just a job. That's it. It's just a job. If if you died tomorrow, if you died tomorrow, guess what? Your coworkers would be sad. They would miss you. And you would be replaced within two weeks. It's just as simple as that. You dying will not cause the company to crash. I don't care if you're the CEO, you will be replaced. It's, a, it's just as simple as that. It is just a job. I think Americans have a very unhealthy... Uh, honestly, tech is uh, one of the worst offenders when it comes to this. They try to make it sound like, you know, our job is... A, you guys are family. Um, you know, this place is like home. No, 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 no. Your job is a job. That's it. Your family is your family. And any place that's trying to promote otherwise, um, I wouldn't trust it because that you know that quote unquote work family you know the bosses above a lot of times they will tend to abuse that and will use that as excuses to overwork you a little bit so I'm very much for drawing the line that no work is not family um, unless it's a family-owned company then it's a little different then you're stuck with them it is family uh, but that's a different conversation for another time so remember your job is just a job they'll be fine without you do what's best for you make a smart decision don't do this out of emotion. And uh, yeah, if it's time, then good luck quitting your job.